What's up, boss? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. What's good in the hood? Just holding it down, trying to take care of business. Keep it up. Four spacers. Ladies and gentlemen, guess who's back? Back again. Spacers are back. Tell your friends. <laughs> that is right, ladies and gentlemen. After a very, very long hiatus, this is my 50th time saying that on the show. Um, we are back. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Personally, we do got to be better. And at this point, those words don't mean jack shit no more because we haven't been better. So, uh, but we have to be better. Um, but the truth is we're back. So that's good. Okay. It's the summer. All right. We missed a lot of things, but now we're here to talk about those things. Um, and so, like I said, we're back. Um, I, of course, you already know who it is. <laughs> it's Sean Roy in the cut. Nice to meet y'all. Um, joined today by the two other spacers, the Mickey Mouse ones. We got John Jacob. I'm just kidding. We got Mr. Estefan Boyle. What's going on? Glad to be back. And we got Mr. Aaron Joseph. What's good? What's good? And uh, yeah, guys, without further ado, let's get it popping because, you know, there's so much to talk about. But uh, first and foremost, uh, we want to say congratulations uh, to the Mile High City, uh, to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, for winning the championship uh, this this year, um, it's, it's good to see. Um, you know, the the city of Denver hasn't been relevant since the Broncos won. <laughs> Actually, I'm just kidding. No one cares about football. Yeah, but no one cares about that. No one cares about football. Um, well, there's probably I'm, more people at that parade. I don't, so. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Anyway, so I'm happy for the Nuggets. Uh, good to see them winning. Um, I personally, low key, always thought that a Jokic led team would never win a championship, but he proved me wrong. Um, so it's good to see. Uh, good for I Denver. Proved huh? I said I proved you wrong specifically. Yeah, sure. Sure, Derek. Right? But anyway, listen, great, great championship. Uh, great championship run. I think after – well, actually, I think in every round you kind of saw how good Denver was, and I think people continue to kind of doubt them in every round. But they kind of just showed that they were kind of just like a tier above every other team in this postseason. So uh, major props to them for for cooking and and winning the championship. And accordingly, we'll we'll talk about this during free agency, but – you know, now you're seeing, you know, the role players getting paid and now you're seeing how a lot of teams are going to try to emulate what they did in terms of, you know, getting those like, you know, those worst thought guys in there and all that. So, um, yeah, boys, uh, what are your thoughts on the on the Nizuggets uh, winning the, uh, you know, the, the basketball trophy award? Well, they kind of ran through the West. We thought that the Western Conference playoffs were going to be really competitive and to a point they were, but. The Nuggets just were a tier above everybody else, it seemed like, all postseason. They went 16-4, and four, uh, swept the Lakers in the conference finals, who were who ended up being a lot better than most people thought. And then the finals took oh, wait, on Steve, that. Steve, Steve, I'd, I'd rather my team have gotten eliminated in the first round or second round than go to the Nuggets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Got to throw that in there. But, yeah, they they beat the Lakers in a, in a sweep. The Lakers look really good, though. Um, and then they took on the Heat in the finals, who were the eighth seed who were literally minutes away from being eliminated in the play-in by the Bulls, who then made a crazy historic run, made it all the way to the finals. And, you know, even though some people were saying, you know, this Nuggets run was pretty weak just based off of the seeds of the opponents they played, those opponents that they that were put in front of them were there for a reason. The Heat beat the Bucks, they beat the Celtics, the top two teams in the East. And then the Lakers beat everyone who was put in front of them, the Grizzlies, who a lot of people were high on pretty early. And then the Warriors, who, you know, 
even though they kind of took a step down from last year's championship run, they're still the Warriors at the end of the day. And everybody was saying that, you know, Warriors over Lakers in seven. But, but you know, props to the Lakers. They, they came up on top in those series as well. And they were a formidable opponent for the Nuggets. But the Nuggets swept them as well and made their way to the title. And I'm, I'm happy Jokic finally got that championship after, like you said, a lot of people said, you know, a Jokic-led team can never go all the way because of they because he's a he's a defensive liability quotations, but he proved them everybody wrong. Yeah, uh, I can't really be too mad, honestly. Like if it was like you know, <clears throat> Suns or someone like that uh, going all the way, I wouldn't feel some type of way. But the Nuggets just they're just more talented than any other team. Obviously, the, the finals was – I mean, it could have – in my opinion, I wish it was a little more, you know, unpredictable, but we in the in the end, we really knew, like, who's going to win from the start. Um, but they're just – their roster was really constructed well, and they had all the pieces. Um, yeah, like when they were playing the Lakers, it was uh, – I got really mad just seeing all the shots they made, but at the end of the day, they just made shots. Got to live with it. So, uh, in in the beginning of this season, wasn't really my uh, uh, my pick to go all the way because I thought I thought I honestly thought it would be the Bucks again. But the Heat, on the other side, the Heat did beat the Bucks. They beat the Celtics. What else? They beat the Hawks. Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. Oh, beat the Hawks. Yeah. The Hawks beat them in the play-in. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but I mean, you no one expected them to be make it to the finals at this point. Well, at the point they were at the eighth seed and losing in the first game of the play-ins, so it's just kind of crazy to see they did lose some pieces. Both those teams did lose some pieces in free agency, which we will we'll discuss. But um, well, as of right now, Dame Dame time might be coming to Miami, so that's going to be a big change. But we got to see what. The, they're cooking a couple of days, a couple of hours, a couple of minutes. Who knows? We're off to but, a hot uh, yeah. start for agency, but we'll get there. Yeah. Facts. Um, but, yeah, great points, gentlemen. I think uh, we were definitely traded to a good uh, postseason, I think, in terms of, like, each round, um, a lot of, like, drama, a lot of storylines, a lot of good stuff. I, but I do agree. I think everything was good. And then the finals was kind of just more so we kind of, you know, like it was a like five-game series, right? Like – I guess that was like the one because I felt like every round before that there was a lot of like you know chatter and drama and buzz and then finals happen and it's like you know pretty chill like no beef, you know what I mean? Nothing like too crazy happened. So that's probably like the one like quote unquote disappointing thing I guess about it was this it was an entertaining five game series though every game the Heat were in it except for game one but yeah no that's that's true I mean I think the only because my only issue was like the Heat was in it but there's like a certain point I feel like in the in the like a in like late third, early fourth, where you kind of tell like, like they kind of got, you know what I mean? Like they kind of got beat. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They were in it, but like you could tell that like they won't have enough gas to like overtake them type B because they took up, they did that one game too, I think, like mm-hmm. in, uh, on the road against Denver. That was impressive. So I was like, okay. And then we were, you know, like, that got interesting. But then in the games after that, it was kind of like, all right, like, never mind. Like, you know what I mean? I guess De- Denver just kind of was like, all right. Yeah, the Jokic Murray pick and roll was. Kind of unstoppable, especially when Miami had to make the adjustments to put Butler on Aaron Gordon after he was just destroying them in game one. Mm-hmm. So not having Butler defend that pick and roll on Murray yeah. kind of like sealed their fate. 
Mm-hmm. They just yeah. kept making shots the entire playoffs and yeah. uh, pretty crazy shots. Uh, pretty, uh, I don't know. It's just, they, uh, it was insane to, it was insane to see just what kind of shots they were making. But I, I mean, the Heat were too. The Heat, make them. the Heat are just the third team in playoff history who were a negative point differential in the regular season to go on to the finals. Like they could not able like, to shoot at all during the regular season. And then they, everybody was just making everything. From I Bruce think just like Kevin Love to Gabe Vincent, everyone. Like just position by position, you already knew. Like I think like the the Nuggets had a way better. Um, well, they were better almost at every position. I feel like, but just like the wing, the wing position, I feel like they had that most. They had a better advantage there with Porter Jr. Like kind of going off than Aaron Gordon and mm-hmm. like KCP going. I, I feel like that just like. They were hitting a lot of threes or running in transition. They're a tra- good transition team. We already knew that, but they just all showed up. But I don't, I don't know if there was like one player that just like, you know, had a down down series. Huh? I said there wasn't just one player that stood out. It was just that whole yeah. starting as a whole was just they meshed yeah, like, incredibly well. They all, were. they all like peaked like at the same time, which is ideal. And they were they were healthy. And it was like it all worked out. So it's really uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. finals happened, and then congratulations to the Nuggets. We want to briefly discuss the draft before we get into free agency. Uh, yeah. So guys, so the crazy thing about the draft, ladies and gentlemen, 49th pick Imani Bates. It's out as the next LeBron prospect wise. So that's what we got to talk about. So it was a good draft. Uh, moving on to the free agency. I'm playing. Uh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to just like I don't want to mention. Uh, what is it? Let me do the math real quick. Uh, about 32 picks before that is the rookie of the year in Jalen Hochefino. And I just wanted to make sure mm. everyone put your money down on Jalen Hochefino FanDuel Rookie of the Year awards. Uh, also, if you need a FanDuel link, let me know. I got you. Um, oh, we ain't sponsored. want to make sure it's better. It's good odds right now. Uh, don't listen to any of the uh, so called uh, analysts because I'm telling you right now, I've seen enough. Uh, fans, if you actually want uh, an actual uh, uh, gambling pick, uh, I'd do Imani Bates. I feel like uh, he can he can win an MVP if you really wanted to. So uh, might as well put an MVP on your ballot as well for for uh, for Imani Bates. So forget forget you. We're we're thinking above. You mean? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another news. I mean, no one really cares. Like Wembenaya went first. Okay, cool. No one cares. Uh, I'll play though. The real rookie of the year is going to be undrafted Sixers uh, two-way free agent Quavion Smith. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah was, on, a lot mock, on a lot of mock boards, he was projected to go in the thirties, and he ended up going undrafted, and we got him. So, okay. good pickup for us. Oh yeah. Well, Amani yeah. was supposed to go number one a couple years ago, and you know. Yeah, but then, he, but then he started shooting the bed in Memphis and fell off. At Memphis. But he was only like 17, 18 years old, so I'm not going to hold that against him. He was he reclassified. All right, so that was basically his senior year of high school that he was in college. So I don't count that against him. And then he went to Eastern Michigan, and he started doing some crazy shit. So I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be a great time, okay? Bada-bing, bada-boom, 6'10", guy, step back, Swat, cash. Coming off a screen, cash, all right? Uh, mid-range pull of cash, all right? He's just like me, but, you know. But sexier. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, but yeah, the draft went as as I guess as a lot of people expected. I think you know stuff like um, what's his face, uh, Scoot not going number two has surprised a lot of people. Um, AKA um, 
you know, Paul George lover, uh, one number two. So, uh, that, that was came as a surprise and, you know, names like Cam Whitmore falling. Um, and Brandon, I think Brandon, overall, Miller, was, Brandon I, Miller going number two and then going on to say that, uh, Paul George is better than MJ and LeBron. Yeah. Great, great pick for Charlotte. <laughs> um, the big ride of crazy. I'm oh, sorry. But, uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, it was a good draft though. I think, um, you know, we were, we traded some good trades. Um, you know, I think before draft night, we got a crazy trade in the Marcus Smart uh, to Memphis trade um, and all of that. So it was a pretty good draft night. Um, first of the Warriors. First of all, to the Warriors. Like, so, you know, it was, it was a pretty good, like, draft night. No, not much to say just because, like, I feel like, you know, not like anything out of the ordinary happened. But, um, you know, it's, it's good to see the, the Spurs got another elite guy again. Um, and I think, you know, the top teams made some good choices. Um, so, you know, that should be good. That should be good. I guess I can't wait to see what happens, um, especially now with, well, I guess, transition out of free agency just because I guess it's kind of easier. And, like, the most recent news that just came out as of the start of this podcast, uh, Damian Lillard has indeed requested a, a trade from Portland. Um, this does come a little less than 24 hours after they gave the bag to Jeremy Grant, which is insane to me. Um, but just transitioning I mean, off the drafts, you know, they got Scoot Henderson. So they, I guess they have some sort of a direction they're going to try to head with you know, with Dame and whatever package they get in return. But um, but this is definitely very develop, interesting developing news because I remember I was telling Steve and Aaron and all my friends, I was like, I'm telling, I was like, listen, I don't care about the Dame situation. You know, things going to happen. But now something's happened. So now, you know, I'm, I'm posted. I, I want to see what happens. But I, I'm thinking it's going to be Miami. Uh, Brooklyn and Philadelphia are also linked to them as well. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm curious to know what you guys' thoughts are. Uh, but uh, I hope it's Miami. Uh, I mean, that's the most likely destination. I feel like yeah. just because from the start, he's, it seemed like Miami was his choice. They're, they've been saying it all summer long, it feels like. The, the, honestly, the biggest winners of this trade news, of this uh, trade request news, rather, is all of us. Just because now every morning we hop on Twitter, the first thing we don't have to see anymore is a Dame uh, feelings update with the front office. Every morning it's something different just using synonyms to describe how he feels about the front office and what they're doing and yeah. his uh, relationship with Portland, yada, yada, yada. We finally have a, a direct answer coming from his guy, Chris Haynes himself. He has requested the trade. It's eventually going to happen and it'll probably be Miami. I think Brooklyn would also be a pretty good uh, destination as well. Uh, even though Miami like is kind of the, the clear number one option, I guess at this point, there are other places that can probably give more enticing packages than Miami can for Portland specifically, like Brooklyn or I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I saw the Sixers weren't willing to inc- include Tyrese Maxey, so you could check them off. I mean, mm-hmm. check them out of the. the We're running Tobias, bro. Tobias, oh, yeah, Tobias, but Tobias. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, I feel like Brooklyn could probably give a more enticing package than Miami can, but at the end of the day. It, they, they're probably going to want to honor what Lillard wants because he's been there for so long and he's been their franchise player for all these years. Unlike the Beal, unlike Bradley Beal, he doesn't have a no trade clause though. So Brooklyn, I mean, uh, not Brooklyn, Portland can do what they want and they can gauge other interests. Mm. So Lakers are? Oh, uh, no, I'm fine. Don't worry. Oh, uh, if he wants to play for like the vet minimum, sure. But uh... <laughs> you won't do a sign in trade Reeves for Lillard? Mm, nah, I'm chilling. Elo, crazy. Sure, but... That's insane. 
What? What? I'm being genuine. I'm being kind of genuine. I don't know. Uh, I thought I'd do Devo, sure, but and every oh, first round pick until like 2035. I'm being for real. I'm not, I'm not joking. But uh, you can tell us uh, with a straight face. I mean, how old is he? Like 35 now? 34? Dude, no, is like no, 26, no. dude. No, Date Lillard. Dame's like 30. Like 30. I think he's 30, 31. No way. He was drafted in 2012. He's not that old. Older than Kyrie. I know about it. You're right there. 32. 32. Uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I do like the depth we have now, so I don't want to – you know what I mean? Like, it can't be okay, just Reeves. Just, no just Reeves straight up. Just Reeves straight up. Reeves straight up? Oh. Just think about that. That's insane. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I love Reeves a lot, so I don't know. It's just like you. Like, would you trade you? You wanted you traded Sexton for Donovan. That's like that kind of uh, it was no, but it was three people. It was three people. I would do fine. I would do calling for Donovan straight up. Yeah, sure. But I'm not gonna do like, yeah, but no, no, that's not the same thing. No, we're asking one person, one for one. Like, we're (laughs) uh, that's crazy. I don't know. Uh, crazy. Okay, all right, but Uh, anyway, Portland commits to the direction they got Scoot. Uh, you know, they still have Shaden Sharp, who a lot of people are very high on from last year's draft. Simons is still there for three more years. You know, he's uh, he's one of the better, like, pull-up three-point shooter guys. High volume. He shoots a good percentage. Uh, like you said, they just signed Grant to that big deal. So he'll be there. Like, even though, even though it is a very large contract for a guy of Jeremy Grant's caliber, he's also turned himself into one of the better, like, Catch and shoot three point shooters last year. Actually, he shot over forty percent for the first time in his career. So, another good piece to have around guys who are they're trying to develop, like like uh, Scoot and Shaden. So, you know, I don't I don't mind the deal as much now with this being it. But I'm assuming Portland probably has more up their sleeve in regards to guys like Nurkic after uh, the Dame request. Yeah, uh, there's some uh, yeah some comments. Well, there's right? some. Yeah, the comments. Uh, so, I guess on the topic of sort of the Blazers, because he played there, but um, any thoughts on – Jermel says, any thoughts on Carmelo potentially coming out of retirement as a bench veteran? Uh-huh. Um, I don't see I don't see it at this point, to be honest. I mean, if, he's go, if he does is going anywhere, then he'd probably go to the Suns, but uh, – I don't know. And well, stop the cap? No, I'm not stop stopping the cap, cap actually. Okay. So, and then Aaron, Also, he's... just want to uh, backtrack. Sean Jacobs said, MB let team smoke the Yogic-led team. Um, I think you've seen so um, far, Sean, but that, does not, that is not indeed a, not a true statement, so that's his terrible take. He's got, and MB led team has to first be able to to uh, smoke a Horford-led team before you can get the Yogic, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then, and, uh, uh, yeah. And then, um, Sean Jacob also said this is a Mickey Mouse podcast. So, uh, thank you so much, Sean Jacob, for your input. Yeah, thank you for the comments. I really don't remember asking. I'm really trying to remember. Uh, Nathan, I'm assuming Custard. Thank you for your comments. Be back. Indeed. And yes, Jamal said, What are your thoughts on the Lakers rebuild? Uh, I guess we rebuild. can get to that soon. No, it's not about the one before. Retooling. Oh, retooling. Okay. Well, he said rebuild, but I'm assuming retool. But uh, we can get to that soon, or but what else happened? Anything major? There's a lot of re-signings. 
Kyrie resign. So all those rumors are gone for this summer, at least. The um, the, the fake uh, leverage he tried to pull by saying, "Oh, I'll go sign a minimum." Yeah, you have to give me the max, or else I'll sign a minimum. That makes that's uh, <laughs> some crazy uh, leverage he tried to get there. Oh. And then he uh, the deal gets reported a second in free agency. Uh, okay. Great month back to the Warriors, another big resigning. And also, yeah, so he kind of took, a, I have he an took idea. A, so, a slight pay cut for what he was supposed to. He was supposed to get like three years, 100 million. He ended up taking four years, 100 million, which saved them yeah. the tax. I was kind of surprised to see four years, but I guess that's lined up with Steph's contract. I don't know what his contract is, but yeah, so, um, so he's there for the long run now. And Another re-signing was Kyle Kuzma, re-signing with Washington. I believe it was four years, 107 in that area. Uh, good for Kuz getting his bag. Uh, a lot of people thought that the Rockets might throw him a, an offer, but it seems like a lot of people were using the Rockets' cap space as, like, leverage early on. Yeah. And, uh, and Kuz ended up going back. What to that nut-ass team? He ended Seth, up uh, Washington. Van nut-ass team, bro. Van Vliet did. Van yeah. Vliet if we want to talk about the Van Vliet thing real quick, just because, uh, I mean, all summer, even before free agency started, I think you guys saw all the reports about um, Houston wanting to hit up, like, Kyrie and uh, trying to get James back or trying to, like, talk to other guys that are, like, big names. And the big, the funniest thing about it is, like, bro, like, the like, why would you commit, first of all, so all these names, why are you trying to get all these names? Second of all, you're throwing the bag at friend Van Vliet. Third of all, your team is just ass. It's still AAU team. Like, I don't know what they're trying to cook. It's just Nick Nurse, but an AAU team now. So, I don't know what direction they're trying to be heading, and I don't think Van Vliet's going to do shit for him. I'm sorry. Like, I just spit over my computer screen, but he's not going to do shit. He's not going to do shit for, for that team. And I don't really understand what, what they're trying to do in Houston. Like, it's like they're, they're trying not to, like, they're I mean, trying to take themselves more seriously, I think. But, my bad. I mean, I, I could see – I mean, with the, with the new CBA – with the whole new, uh, there's like a new thing where you have to you have to spend at least ninety percent of your cap space. Like in the past, there seems like Thunder a couple of years ago where they weren't spending like any money at all whatsoever, and the CBA made it so that way you have to spend ninety percent of your cap at least now. So they need to spend it on somebody anyway. And Van Vliet's a guy who can come in, and you know, although he was pretty in, inefficient the last two or three years with Toronto, he's still like a He's still a good guy to have there for their young pieces. Like he could play off ball. He can. He's a scrappy point of attack defender. Like Houston doesn't have literally any good defenders on their roster at this point. Jabari, you know Jabari Smith's still um, making his way. They've got Shangun. Like I, I think bringing in some veteran. Houston definitely needed some veterans for this team. And Van Vliet and they're you know kind of uh, in the mix right now for Brooke Lopez slash Dylan Brooks. So. You know, bringing in some bringing in some veterans is what this team needs. Hold up, but you think forty million is worth it for? Think, I don't think he's worth forty million dollars. But you know, who else were they going to spend it on? They have a lot of young no, guys. No, just don't spend it. No, like their team is just ass. They're need, not winning but, shit. But they just, need to spend it. Bro, wait, is that, that that came in this year? That kicked in this year? That rule? It kicked in literally this morning. Yeah. That's so nutty, like. Bro, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I don't. They need that. to spend money, so why not just you know? It's only a three-year deal, and they're not going to be competitive in three years anyway. So why not just have a guy come in as a veteran? They they need veterans on this roster. Yeah. Like they're they're literally last year we saw 
nobody would none that the last two years, Rockets could not play team could not play winning team basketball for the life of them. So having a guy like Van Vliet who was a who was on a championship team, you know, that's that's a good guy to have in the room with them. Whatever. I mean, it's a start. They, they didn't need veterans, but and they also got like a lot of they got Ime, a coach now. So see what happens there. But um, also, what was I gonna say? Huh? Oh, dude, I I saw it. I saw a report yesterday with that the Lakers are about to use their full MLE on Eric Gordon. I was gonna jump off bridge uh, <laughs> if that happened. So remember last year they won like a first round pick for him. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Um, what was I going to say? Jakob Pertl and speaking on the Van Vliet leaving, they did replace him with Schroeder. Two, two for 26 million. It's not a bad deal. And then Pertl, four for 80. That's, that's I guess that's good, good business. Good value for Pertl. Yeah, I think that's I don't good. like, I mean, sure, they're good players. The Raptors, but the Raptors are kind of just like, in the same scenario as the Bulls right now, they're just kind of like, okay, we're getting these good players, but we're not going to be good enough. They're just kind of like Stuck in the middle there. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, Desmond Bain getting the highest. Okay, 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 him okay. And I'm sorry. Listen, listen, I'm so sorry. Listen, I, I, I want to say a quick thing. Steve, I know that's your man's. Don't say it, dude. I uh, uh, I, I like Desmond Bain. Uh, He's worth every penny. Uh, <laughs> with the with the direction with the direction that the cash space is going, the deal makes perfect sense. He's making like what twenty five to thirty percent of the team's cap. That's like that that forty million dollar deal is like equivalent to like seventeen million dollars ten years ago. Wait, I'm trying to find how long is the thing. It's four years or. Uh, Five years, I believe. Five, five years, two hundred seven. Two hundred five. I don't know. I always see those figures. And that's also, and the two hundred seven is also factoring in like unlikely bonuses and stuff as well. So it's not. That's like kind of a fake number. It's a little bit less. Same uh, with the Halliburton one. Uh yeah, I don't. I don't I'll just say for right now. That's what you pay. That's what you pay for guys who are borderline, borderline slash all stars players. I thought that was more so for all-star, all-star players, but um, that's, that's, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, Christy, but I don't know. What are you going to uh, do, not pay him? I'm not saying don't pay him. I'm, no, no, definitely pay him. I'm, I I just don't know if I'm in love with the figure is what I'm saying. Like, But I definitely that's, pay that, him. I'm not saying don't for, pay him. That's the, that's the going price for everyone. I mean, I mean that's fair. I mean, I'm not going to lie. That, that is true. Like, the numbers did go up for a lot of people. I, I do agree. It's just – I'm just thinking about like just, just knowing what kind of player he is. Like he's good. It's just like I say, he's not like a surefire all star perennial guy. Yeah, he's very good, but he's not like a... before he got before he got injured at the beginning of last season. He was in all star. He was averaging for, through like the first fifteen to twenty games of the season. He was averaging twenty five four and four. Yeah, but I mean that's all cool. But like again, I want to see a whole season of that. And like I get it. Again, injury happened. I get that. But I'm saying like I need to see a whole. You know, proof of concept before, like I just like it. Let's If he did that whole like you know efficiency play the entire season through and replicated that in the playoffs, sort of, then I'm yeah, hundred percent. But I'm just saying, like, I need to see a whole like like precedent for that. Like, you know what I mean? Like again, like when I see a two hundred five five year like max, I want to see like like I want to see like a perennial guy. I want to see a guy that's like oh shit, like you know what I mean? Like obviously, Desmond is really good and 
his skill set's crazy and his shooting's crazy. Like, definitely pay him. That's – oh, shit. Uh, my bad. Hold up. Okay. Um, but definitely pay him, though. I don't blame him for doing that. It's just – um, I don't know. I mean, he probably won't prove me wrong, too. Like I said, like, I'm not, I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying. Uh, what's it called? I'm pretty sure that's the max he could have gotten. I don't know if he could have maybe gotten a little bit less, but he would have probably said no. I'm not sure, but like you got him for the five years, it's good. But 205, when you look at it, it's just a big number. So it is a big number, but that's that's the direction the cap is going now. A lot of players are going to be getting a lot more money, and you know that's just the going price for young players who are blossoming into you know star players. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying people are saying I was tripping for wanting to give Collins 20 last year, but, um, so I think also, $20 million though. I think he is more. He was before his injury. I got to see how he adds, but he definitely was a double standards then <laughs> double standards. I mean, I don't, I mean, 20 is fine. I'm just saying, but this is a whole 40. This is a whole different ballpark. Like, but he's like, worth it. The, there were three players last season to average 20 plus points. Four plus rebounds, four plus assists, shoot over forty percent from three. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Desmond Bain. That's an ESPN stat. How's that ESPN stat? Those are regular numbers. No, that's some good numbers. I'm not going to count. I'm just saying. Listen, I just want to see a whole proof of concept. What all I'm saying, but all right, like I said, like you're right. He's a good player, so he probably put me wrong. Like I, ain't, I'm just saying, as of right now, I was kind of like a little bit shocked by that, but I get it. Like you know. Caspi's moving up, you know what I mean? Trying to retain him, that, that's cool. Like, uh, but I, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you guys want to talk about the other one that's similar to that, um, I mean, we just talked about it before the Halliburton deal. Um, obviously, I, I like that because I think every penny. Yeah, because I think Indiana is obviously committed to him being the guy moving forward, and obviously he's really damn good. So that's that's fine for that. And then the other one that me and Aaron were actually talking about, uh, Steve. I don't know. I don't know if I asked you. I don't know how you feel about it, but. Well, actually, no, I did ask you about it, but, you know, the Bruce Brown contract, um, obviously he's a really good role player. Um, how Denver utilized him was, was really good, and he's, like, the perfect connecting piece for that team. So, and I, I remember saying it in the chat yesterday, it's usually after, like, role players win championships, they usually get the bags thrown at them. And they usually see, you see them leave for other teams, you know what I mean, when their contracts are up. So this is another one of those instances right there. So Bruce Brown I'm, got a, a – I messed with the deal what, what because – I said I messed with it because Bruce Brown was going to get around like 15 to 17 mil from anyone else who had the money anyway. And Indy wanted to ensure that they got him. So point, you know, two years, 45, a lot of people, what a lot of people didn't see is the second year has a team option. Oh yeah. So, yeah. you know, if Indiana starts like kind of blossoming into a, uh, into a better like playoff playing caliber team this year, if they really want to like, you know, giving Bruce Brown that 22, 23 million in year one, you know, he's, if 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 he agrees to, you know, kind of want if he agrees to, you know, kind of take on less money next year and sign a longer term extension with them, they could decline the team option and give him that as well when they have more money to spend. So, you know, I think it's a good I think it's a good deal all around. And also Bruce Brown, like he fit in with Denver last year, he kind of fits in right there with Indiana, too. They run a lot of pick and roll. So he's having like that kind of, you know, Bruce Brown's kind of like a pseudo four and the way he rolls to the rim, you know, that's kind of like, that's kind of exactly what they needed. They tried doing that with Aaron Neesmith, and now they got Bruce Brown to fill in that role. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of perfect fit for them too. Yeah, definitely going to be interesting to see what direction they go because um, we saw that they got the, the Miles Turner extension done earlier in the season. So I uh, just want to see what team they are next next year. And 
they still got Buddy Heald on their books, so I'm going to be curious. They're going to try to trade him soon um, and see what they kind of get for that in return. Um, they traded Chris Duarte to the Kings for for what? For draft compensation? For money? What was Second-round picks, I think. Yeah, I'll, yeah I thought for he, nothing. Huh? Basically for nothing. For no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I thought they I just, just needed the cap space for Bruce. I guess that's fair, but um, I, I kind of like that for Sacramento low key too because Duarte's uh, rookie year, him and he kind of like he kind of uh, really complements Bonus's game. So he kind of he goes back to Sacramento to host Bonus again. He'll be a good bench piece for them. Probably yeah. a slight upgrade over like Terrence Davis, who's a free agent now. So oh, is he now? <laughs> yes. I think you guys know what team. <laughs> Probably Milwaukee or Boston. No, 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 Boston just no, no. got uh, O'Shea Brissett, so. Yeah, no, no, I'm not talking about those teams. Oh, I don't know what team you're talking about then. It's uh, near Lake Erie. Well, they already got some players if you want to talk about it. I mean, shit, like, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's, uh, yeah, all right, let's talk about the uh, the greatest team on the planet right now. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. What? My bad. Harris LeVert, Max yes, Truce, sir. and George Niang. Honestly, listen, like, well, I'll say as uh, from a perspective of a Cavs fan, LeVert was uh, my priority signing just because I liked how he played fit in, or fit in with us and how he played with us, especially to end off the season. And I feel like he was our most consistent player in the playoffs. So I'm um, getting him back, especially on a good deal. It's a mad cheap contract, so that's good. Um, and then Max Struess, obviously, um, everyone knows how good of a shooter he is. I think he kind of showed in Miami's postseason run, so I'm definitely happy we go, we have him another 6'5". Wing, I guess we can add to our team. Definitely needed that. Um, and then we also had a George Niang from the Sixers. I'm on a three-year, $26 million deal. Again, not a really good deal. It's also very cheap. Um, a good guy that can, you know, hit threes. Um, obviously, I mean, I heard, I mean, I'm not even, I heard. I mean, it's not like a guy that can, you know, come in and, you know, play every single lineup per se, but, you know, definitely a good guy to have off the bench. He already has, you know, chemistry with Donovan and all that. So, um, definitely a really good start. I think we definitely addressed like the two main things like shooting and kind of more of that size, I guess. Um, the only thing I want to see now is if we can pick up a good, you know, backup center, that'd be very good. Maybe like a Mo Bamba, um, or something like that. Um, or a Jock Landale or something like that. I'd definitely be happy with that. And then, um, yeah, honestly, like I said, I mean, kind of upset about the whole, you know, uh, Lamar Stevens being out thing, but, um, I think as far as it goes, I think as like I think as as of now, like I think going into next year, like in terms of getting our shooting done, um, is, is pretty good. So all I need to see is a is a good backup big, um, and uh, yeah, honestly, pretty good start. I'm actually kind of happy about this, and um, I knew we we're not gonna make a crazy crazy move. I mean, our wind horse is gassing it up, and I was low key thinking, um, you know, Miles uh, Miles Bridges, but I don't know like what that situation is there. They're trying to you know get him to rescind the qualifying offer, so we got to see what goes on there and. If we're still down, I think we still cause we still have about like fourteen mil off or something like that. Fourteen um, mil. So, yeah, I think so. I got to I got to recheck that, but um, but yeah, definitely off to a good start though. I'm definitely happy we did all this and got this out the way because I was kind of stressed in terms of the names that we could land and you know the, the skill sets we could land. So um, yeah, definitely going forward, I'm I'm kind of liking how we're we're starting off. Yeah, um, you kind of hit it on the head. Main things the Cavs needed were a little bit more size in the wing. And obviously, like off-ball three-point shooters, movement shooters, mm. and Struess and George Niang are probably two of the most qualified guys on the free agent market who can do that. Yep. So you know, two guys who make perfect sense for the Cavs rotation. Um, you know, like you said, Levert, he kind of showed that uh, he's 
he was one of their more like reliable options and especially come playoff time mm-hmm. when Okoro was kind of struggling, they went to Levert. And even though they lost the series, you know, he showed that he, they, he, 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 they just showed, he just showed that they needed another guy who could put the ball on the floor, create offense outside of Darius and Donovan. So, you know, it makes sense to bring him back as well. Mm. I mean, so yeah. I thought he was, he was better than, or he was more consistent than Donovan Darius, but um, I'm not. I'm not even that, like. I'm not. I'm actually being dead ass. Like I actually did think he was more. He was getting some more of his spots and his shots than the other two were, in my opinion, based on what I saw. But my bad, Aaron. I don't want to cut you off. No, so so I was just saying the you, uh, the shot chucker didn't have a uh, what's it called? Shot chucker didn't have a great season this year, did he? A great season. That's an interesting take. <laughs> He didn't make all NBA. No, but <laughs> he didn't make all NBA. No, but uh, not what's first it team, not first team. What's it called? Uh, so I think the well, well first of all, when I saw Niang signing. Uh, I I could have swore someone uh put a typo and said um it was sixty two million instead of twenty six. Yeah, and I saw it. I was like, uh, it's <laughs> pretty crazy. Um, and then I and then I saw 26. I saw it again like two minutes later. So 26. My like, oh, that's, that's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, like this, they do obviously have the the guard, the guards and the bigs. They just need something in that middle sweet spot. Um, unfortunately, this may uh push Isaac Okoro back in the depth chart if you want to uh. Talk about I mean, that. Like I said, I hope we trade him because I want to see his breakout breakout uh performance somewhere else. I mean, they could still use a Coro. Like he's not obviously he's they're probably gonna yeah, start the, uh, I would imagine. Not but, the intended way that Kristen would like, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, definitely not. But, but you know, uh, they still need that point of attack guy in the bench role and you know, kind of maybe a spot starter at some points too, just because you know, there's only so much Evan and Jarrett can do, I guess, yeah. on certain against certain teams holding down the paint. Yeah. So, you know, Struis, although he is a great shooter and he's going to make that offense look a lot better, uh, more fluent, he's still not like – he like he's not a bad defender by any means, but he's not the guy you want to put on the other team's best guard slash wing player. Definitely not. So, well, I know. Aquero could still have some use for the Cavs team. I think he will too. I mean, I'm definitely – yeah, I think off the bench, like second unit, whatever, I think he definitely will. Um, obviously, I prefer that he starts. I think he's put in the work, so whatever. But um, it's just good that they have the insurance that you don't need to rely on a court. Like, if he's not hitting his threes, then you can go to guys like Struce, Niang, whoever right. you need. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I ain't too worried about it. But like I said, I mean, if Trace wants what happens, if he wants to go to San Antonio or something, and him and Wemby become the next, like, you know, crazy duo, you mean? Yeah, so, you know, I can't wait. So I don't know. Uh, I can't wait for this. They already season. got the superior player in Lamar Stevens. Oh, also true. I'm so sad about that. RIP. Hello, my boy. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, though, year four for Isaac, it's the same year that Butler uh, started popping off. So, you know, right on the development path. So we're good. <laughs> uh, but I guess uh, moving on. Actually, I guess, you know what? So we get to the Cavs. I would move on to the Sixers, but they haven't done jack shit. So, but we could talk about the yeah, we're just kind of We're just kind of in waiting mode right now. You know, yeah. Martin opted in, which kind of surprised some people because all offseason long, it was like he's either – 50-50, staying with the Sixers, going to the Rockets. And then the last couple of days, it was like, all right, well, it seems like it's a done deal. He's going to be back with the Sixers. The Rockets have their sights on like Van Vliet and what whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you get the news. He's opting in, and he's going to be looking for a trade. 
And the, the, at first they said the two most likely teams are the Clippers and the Knicks, but, you know, more so the Clippers just because the Knicks doesn't really like on, on court fit wise and just asset wise in general, doesn't really make uh, as much sense as the Clippers, you know, the Clippers have been looking for their, their uh, like playmaking guard to have next to PG and Kawhi for years now. They tried Westbrook this past year and, you know, once again, guys got hurt. So they didn't really get to see how it worked out all too much. Uh, they had John Wall for a little bit. That experiment did not go well at all. Mm-hmm. They had Reggie Jackson, who had a, like a good two playoff series, but you know, again, he's not like the he's not like the the playmaking guard that they were seeking. So now, if they can land James Harden, that would probably give them their best shot that they've had in the last couple of years. Even though, like I said, with the Sixers, Harden Harden wasn't my cup of tea personally on most nights, but he still did make Embiid better. He still did make guys like Maxi a lot better in the, like, you know, setting them up. So I, I still think it would be a good fit for the Clippers, especially if they're only going to have to trade, like, Norm Powell, Marcus Morris contracts to get them. You know, it's kind of an ideal fit for him. Right. So makes sense, I guess. As for the Sixers, you know, it's – I don't know if I'd say it's – it probably is a slight step back in, in the grand scheme, but I don't really know where this is going to begin with. Like I said before, I per, after, actually no, I haven't said it on the podcast because we haven't recorded since the playoffs started. But yeah. after our second round exit, I was just kind of like, I'm just, I'm personally I'm kind of done with this. I don't really think we're going to make it too much further with this team than we have, and I wouldn't mind. It it, it's, it seems like all roads are pointing to Embiid eventually asking out, whether it's this year, whether it's next year, I don't know, but. I would not be seeing a smile on your face, Christy. Yeah, I'll back in here. This should guess what? <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait. Like I said, like I, like I said, um, but it sucks. I think it beat to Miami in two years, so we good. We big chilling. Um, but yeah, yeah, but you know, I would rather I would rather maximize his value while he's still in his in the in the peak of his prime, rather than wait too long. Like you know like Washington with Beal and end up getting nothing. So right. while while we still have him, I'd I'd like to I'd like to cash in on the assets if possible. But it looks like we're gonna run it back one more year with whatever we can get for Harden plus I don't know if they're planning on moving Tobias or not at this point. But yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. We're just, we're still kind of in wait and see mode with the Sixers. Back. Yeah. Team. I feel like the trading and bead part is kind of valid. All you have is an asset, but mm. I don't know why well, probably they're probably trying to trade Tobias, maybe, but they sh- probably should at this point. They're gonna lose him for nothing except free up cap space later on. But dude, we should trade him for Zach Levine. Oh yeah, I bet I bet Sixers fans show up that just uh, trade Tobias Harris for another Tobias Harris for four more years. I wouldn't say that Levine. I don't, yeah, I, don't, like, I don't mean to take a shot at Levine. But Levine, great player. He's gotten a lot better the last couple of years, efficiency wise and everything. Yeah. But it's just five. That, that contract is a lot. It's it's it's, yeah, it's just know. kind of us recycling and starting over again where we were. Yeah. I, just I'm a lot better player though. From a Sixer standpoint, I would not like it. Mm. Um. We got some questions in the chat. My bad, guys. Uh. Uh, Sean Jacobs says no one cares about the Lakers, little bro, which we will talk about next. Sean Jacobs, so stay tuned. Um, Jamel Patel said 
Kyrie play style is better than Kyrie team loyalty. Um, okay, this guy, this guy is booted, <laughs> though. Uh, <laughs> Roy asks, is the guy in yellow single? Um, yeah, he is. No, but um, and he's then, mine. Uh, I like, yeah. love that comment. That's a great comment. That's crazy dick riding, but uh, <laughs> we'll play it. Okay. Anyway, boys, let's talk about the Lakers. All right, so prison to the Lakers. Aaron, how would how are you feeling about uh, what – you're Rob on the phone. What, what, how do you feel about Rob uh, – Put Rob on the phone? Yeah. How do you feel about what Well, I was not expecting the tour and Prince signing because, Loki, I didn't even know if he – I didn't even know he was a free agent. Uh, so – it wasn't even like on the names mentioned for us to really sign, so that was uh very surprising. Wolf we, declined his option like a few days ago. Yeah, I but still, like, I I just didn't even see that as a name for like us to really get. But we essentially traded Troy Brown for him, which yeah, I mean, huh? Upgrade, slight upgrade. I think so. Yeah, like Troy, Troy played Brown. a lot in the beginning of the year, and then here and there, but kind of like lost his minutes as we made the trade for Vando. And then Rui came on, but I do like I like the signing so far. The I really wasn't expecting any of them except the I was expecting Reddish low key, so that was like a lot of buzz. And then Rui, I'm glad we got him back. Yeah, huh? I'm jealous about the Cam Reddish thing. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was expecting the Cam Reddish thing. That was a lot of like buzz going that way, but um, I and the Gabe Vincent signing was very surprising to me. I was. Fully, I mean, there was all the all the buzz for the full MLE going to either to like Bruce Brown or like Brooke Lopez rumors, which I didn't really think was going to happen. But um, Gabe Vincent, I was just I was not expecting that to happen. I'm uh, lazy, bro. Yeah, I gotta stop blazing <laughs> at uh, our own my team doing their job. I'm like the uh, Sixers doing absolutely nothing right now. So uh, how about you focus on your team? Little bro, Tom Jacob. Uh, Little bro. And well, let me pull something up. Um, yeah, I do like our guard depth so far. I think we're gonna re-sign Reeves, obviously, which and and D'Lo, but that's just a waiting game at this point. Um, hoping the Spurs hoping, throw that. Hoping the Spurs throw that four-year, ninety-eight million dollar offer at him. Uh, no, I mean either way, I, I wouldn't even be that mad at the the that contract either way, but. If we can get him, I mean, even if we do get Reeves on that contract, and then I, I'm looking at the point guard market right now, and like, if there's trying to anyone trying to go for D'Lo, then it's either maybe Utah. Who else was there? Who needs a point guard? The Magic. No. Like maybe it's like I don't, maybe I don't know the Magic. So, I don't know. They're probably fine. I feel like. So, like, the point guard market's really dry, so there's really no, like, not big of a demand for D'Lo right now. So, that's good news for the Lakers, at least. But mm-hmm. So, if we can get him on, like, 18, 17 million a year compared to, like, 20, 22-ish, then I think we have enough money to re-sign Lonnie, which would be kind of cool. Or, um, what's it called? I Yeah, I think it's just re-sign Lonnie. This doesn't open up cap space because we have for rights, I think. But um, yeah, I like the move so far. We just need a backup big. Uh, maybe Mo Obama comes back for a vetman. I don't know. Uh, oh well, we we signed Jackson Hayes, but I still want another big because who knows if AD gets hurt again, then our only big is Jackson Hayes, then we're screwed. So uh, good roller, yeah. Jay Huff, huh? Jay Huff. Jay Huff. Oh no, 
But I do like oh, Colin so, Castleton. Oh, yeah. Colin Castleton. I forgot what college he's from. He's our uh, undrafted guy. We just signed to a two-way. Let me see. What, I think he's from Indiana. I think so, too. Uh, Colin Castleton. Aaron Castleton or Captain? Uh, no, he's from Michigan. Yeah, the dude. The dude's like a. He's like seven, like seven foot, averaged like three blocks a game in college. Uh, he's a big, lengthy guy. Is hoping he could like put on some muscle and hopefully do some work in summer league. You got to see what he's gonna do. I doubt he's gonna get minutes or anything, but uh, it's just like a nice developmental piece. And speaking of J Help, we did lose J Huff, so we don't have his rights anymore. By the way, yeah, I forgot so, about that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate because he would be nice. But uh yeah, I'm I'm kinda hype. Uh personally for you guys. If personally if I was the if I was Reeves and the Lakers offered me four years fifty two, I would not to accept it. Well, I mean that's the most we can offer him. So I know, but I would just want a shorter term deal instead so I can try to get paid later. I wouldn't take a four year fifty two after the playoff run he had. Mm. I don't know. I I, I mean, it's because he's – we're going to – I feel like he's going to get an offer from somewhere. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be the full 98. I mean, if it is, I I genuinely, again, I wouldn't be mad because he does deserve it, and then I wouldn't mind paying him that because it's not, a, it's not an egregious deal. Like, so, like, it – and plus, like, for right now, he'd be – either way, whatever, whatever deal he signs, he's going to be making 12 minutes here. So the cap hit wouldn't be that bad. And next year, too, I think it's the same thing. It's just going to be like the next uh, – the two last two years of the four-year deal. So it's going to be like 20-something, high mid-20s, high 20s. So I really don't mind that at all for someone who does all the dirty work. Like, And he's – well, his rookie year, he was great defensively and then kind of shaky on offense. And the second year, it was – the the opposite. He wasn't really shaky on defense. He held his own, but his offense really skyrocketed. So I'm hoping he could continue that like scrappy defense and just like he's like the literally the perfect guy to have with LeBron and for the future. Like he uh pulling in my uh Drewski reference, uh his good record, uh clean record, mom dad at home and uh uh but yeah, I mean he's a he's a really good dude. Like I I just He's like, I don't I really. There's no like limits to his game, really. Like he has decent size for a position, and he's he holds his own on defense. He's a great shooter. He's improved, really consistent. So, and he's proved himself in the playoffs. So I really don't know what more you could ask. That's true. You can play him at the point if you want to. Like I wouldn't mind that either. So, I'm throwing the bag at him. I'm uh, still holding my uh, my point that I don't know if I trade him for Dame, but. Uh, Dame. I'm still uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm being for real. I'll say it with a straight face. I, I, yeah, again, uh, yeah. Put on your grave. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, there with a straight face. Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight face right now. Insanity. If I was Lakers, I would just not sign Reeves and not sign D'Lo and just bring Russ back instead. W take. Um, Jamel Patel asks: Is Austin Reeves sneaker deal does it factor into his contract? Uh, I don't no. think that's how it works. So no. <laughs> So he's only kind of oh, he's getting paid from like it's like it's like a it's like a Chinese shoe company. Yeah, uh, I forgot what shoe company it is. Don't want to it's not a Li Ning. It's not Li Ning. What's it called? Yeah, it does not. But if you guys want to chime in on your thoughts, 
from the moves so far. Um, yeah, no, I was about to say, I think uh, I think the, the guys at the Lakers signed was definitely pretty good. Um, I think Rob kind of, you know, learned his lesson and signed, signed a bunch of wings. So I think the wing depth is really good. Um, and as of last night, was it? Uh, they signed Rui. And I'm not going to lie to you, I thought he'd be paying, you get paid more. Uh, I know Steve said he didn't like the contract, but I honestly thought he'd be, he'd get more money. I don't, I don't hate it, but I just, I don't know. He, he was a guy who for, I mean, I know, I know it's a new situation, obviously, but for three and a half years at Washington, he was very, very, very inconsistent. He's only like a one and a half level scorer, but you know, he, like I said, he bought out with the Lakers and those, what was it? What series did he go crazy in? Was it in the, uh, the Grizzlies, the Grizzly series? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Memphis series, his shooting, it, like it, it was just he was never a consistent shoot three point shooter, and then all of a sudden he popped off. So I don't know how like real that is just yet. I, I don't know. Think- they were tracking those. I think his uh, three point numbers. It got better as the the months went on because they were saying that uh, Phil Handy was working with him and shit. And it's like it makes sense. Release, yeah, his release point got higher and something like that. So I think like I think the you know he kind of did put the work in. So I just um, think he does give some really like he's like he's not a top three option either. Like. Maybe That's like the, if even if like Delos in the lineup or like like going it's not even going through him like he doesn't really have to initiate that much he's just like really consistent when he wouldn't matter but that's what I mean it's just like I just think it's a little bit of a risky deal seventeen million a year for the next three years I think it's a little bit risky maybe I mean with LeBron on the roster it's not risky but when he's gone we'll see I don't know but. Yeah, uh, but again, I still, like, I still love their offseason so far, though. Yeah, I think no, they they've been having a really good offseason. Like I said, like it's just in terms of the guys they signed, some very reliable guys, like you know, guys with size and bigger bodies in general can shoot. So that's one of the biggest things. Like like Aaron said, I I I, I like I like Jackson Hayes. You know, before the draft, I like I still like him now. Obviously, I know he has his flaws. He's still kind of raw a little bit, but I still think he'd be a serviceable player. But I still I do still think the Lakers should. You know, look to find another big, uh, whether it be Mo Bamba or someone else, or maybe someone like older or something like that, maybe someone buskier. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, so far, I think I don't know. Lakers definitely had a top tier offseason, and then we'll talk about the Suns next. But um, but yeah, Aaron, obviously, well, well, do you think Lakers fans would still rather just sign Kyrie to a max? There's people who were like saying that until he signed his max deal, which is uh, kind of crazy. But I don't, I don't know. But there's like, there's a lot of people like saying like, oh, because the the Suns got Beal, we gotta match that. Like, bro, oh. let's like, bro, it doesn't really make any sense. But okay. Uh, real quick before the Suns, I just wanted to ask you guys, how do you feel about the uh, Cam Johnson Brooklyn extension? Oh, I was surprised by it. I thought I thought Cam was for sure gone, either to Indy or Denver, or like somewhere else. I was I was kind of surprised he came. He went back. What was the what was the numbers? Four years, 108, 27 mil annual. Yeah, that's dirty. That's dirty. I mean, I think that's that's a good deal for him. It's just I just didn't think he'd end up in Brooklyn. But, um, but yeah. Well, I mean, they they did that Joe Harris trade before with Detroit. They yeah. cleared up the money to make sure they were able to retain him. Yeah. I mean, definitely yes. good on good on them for retaining him because he's a good player. So, yeah, Forward, one of the so. better shooters in the league. Um, yeah. His on-ball his on reps got a lot better, too, after the Brooklyn trade. So I, right. I like it. Exactly. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I was just confused. I mean, I was surprised it was it was just them, but apart from that, yeah, I, I think it was good. Mm-hmm. good deal. But I mean, uh, he's like the prototypical, like 
build you want right now. So yeah. big can defend and shoot. Like that's really so you can't really ask for more. Yep. Um, do we want to move on to Phoenix? Yeah. With their uh their bludgeoning of minimum deals to start off the free agency period. I'm down. Just, yeah, they I'll, wasted no time. I'll go through it real quick. So I was kind of confused at first when they uh, renounced Jock Landell because he was one of their better players last year. And, but uh, they ended up signing Drew Eubanks instead to a two-year $5 million deal, which I don't know if I'd say it's an upgrade, but it's a guy who's like on that on that similar level as Landell. So I like that deal. Eubanks was pretty good with Blazers last year. Uh, they brought back Damian Lee on a two-year minimum. No, he's uh he, he was with their system last year, a good shooter, had his best shooting season. Caden Bates Diop, who I think is a very underrated signing for them. He had his best three-point shooting year last year. He's a pretty good connective playmaker. Uh he was one of the Spurs best defenders last year after like they kind of took a step back with uh like you know, Keldon wasn't what he was before, and Kata Bates was in the starting lineup with uh quite often with them, and he was he was actually really good. I thought I felt like he was really underrated last year. So I, I really like that pickup a lot. He could close games for them, I feel like. And then the Me Too movement, Chemezi Metu. Yeah. One year. Josh Akogi's back. You know, he was starting for them after the whole KD deal. And then Yuta Watsunabe. Oh, my race. 52% corner three-point shooter. He didn't get enough minutes in Brooklyn just because they had so many wings. And I like to see the opportunity he gets with them. So overall, they made the most of uh, the limited deals that they were they kind of had to do after yeah. trading for Beal and having absolutely zero cap space. So you know that's a pretty solid roster, I will say. So yeah. a lot of people thought they were just gonna. A lot of people saw that they were uh, working out like Jabari Parker and Mike James, and they're like, "Oh, this this bench is going to be atrocious." But yeah. you know, I feel like they did pretty good with what they were the hand they were dealt. Mm. I agree. Um, some quality guys, like I said, Eubanks, I'm really jealous of because that's the only guy that I really did want. Um, and then, like you said, Kata Bates Diop is pretty nice. Uh, Watson Nabi, another name that, again, like I think everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people do know his capabilities. He's never had that burn before, especially with Brooklyn or Toronto. Like I feel like so. I think with this team, you know, with with kind of the needs that they need that they have, he'll definitely have more of a role. And like I said, I think just having a good like wing of his size that can shoot. Um, so, you know, that's definitely good for them too. So I'm kind of jealous of them or I'm kind of upset cause it's, it's the Suns, but, um, they definitely got, you know, took advantage of the limit of money they had just cause like the quality of guys that they got is, is really good. So I will um, say, I think they do still, I think they st- could still use like one more on ball type offensive role player off the bench. Like they have campaign still, but I would I mean, probably start them though, right? Campaign at point. I don't think they're going to start them. You don't think so? I don't think you can. Booker or Beal. Booker Beal just sharing point guard reps. That's what they're going to be losing a lot of games if you have campaign starting. Yeah, they just for defense purposes, you cannot have campaign start with that unit. That's but, fair. Yeah. But they'll I probably have a Kogi. I think I, I would assume that Kogi keeps the starting spot for the time being. But yeah, if they could bring back like one of their T like T Ross, TJ Warren guys from last year who were they got better with them as the as the playoffs went on in that Nugget series, when they won those two games, they were kind of important pieces for them. So if they could bring back like one of those two, that'd be solid too. But yeah. I think they're, I think what they have right now, they did a pretty solid job with what they were able to do. 
Yeah. Um, do we have any other like any other like under the radar moves that you guys messed with that we didn't talk about yet? Like trying to look through what we Oh, uh, I realized we forgot to talk about Chris Middleton going back to oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three years, 102. Kind of a little bit less than what uh, – a little bit less than the deal that he uh, opted out of, which I guess makes sense, though, because he spent most of last year injured, and he was him, – him and Drew particularly both kind of struggled in that series against uh, Miami in the round one. Yeah. But, you know, I still think it's a pretty team-friendly deal for what he, for what he does. He's still a three-level scorer for Milwaukee. He's been there all, pretty much his whole career at this point. So, you know, they did their due diligence. He's back. Uh, DeAndre Jordan getting $3 million for being a locker room guy. Kind of crazy. Sure, that's easy oh, yeah. I will talk about that. The Nuggets, you know, obviously they weren't going to be able to retain Bruce Brown for the price he was going for. Yeah. Makes sense. Not their fault. Yeah. But they had the taxpayer MLE of $5 million. I was like, okay, they can get a decent guy for that. And then they just gave it to Reggie Jackson. <laughs> who was not in their playoff rotation. Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of surprising. That was very interesting to me. I was not yeah. a fan of that. That was probably – I think that's probably my least favorite move of the of the offseason so far. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, speaking of the weird deal, um, we talked about it too, the Nas Reed deal. I think a lot of people did expect that he's going to get a lot more money, especially the way he was playing with for Minnesota. And a lot of people did expect that he'd go to a different team in general. Um, but he, re- he ended up staying for three years, 41 million it says, right? Um, which again, I th- I was thinking like, I don't know. I'm definitely not that though. You know what I mean? Especially not with Minnesota, just because of their, their, first of all, their, their center depth. It's like, okay, he's coming off the bench. Like he was still doing good. It's just, I just thought he won, you know, more of an opportunity, more of a, more, you know, more of an actual quarterback role. So first of all, that was surprising, but especially the money too. Um, but like I said, I think, uh, shout out Chris Feed where he was talking about one of his podcasts that like a lot of teams, like cap space isn't much of a huge luxury right now. Um, obviously, next year, the, the whole thing could kick in. But for, as of right now, it's nothing crazy. So um, that's why kind of deals have been a little bit, quote, unquote, underwhelming. But um, as far as Nas Reed goes, I, just, I was still kind of surprised by that regardless. It's just because, like, I feel like a lot of people were talking about him. A lot of teams were kind of, like, interested in him and all that. Um, definitely a skill set that a lot of teams could vet. Even though he's from New Jersey, that's one issue. But, um I think still a very talented player, uh, but I was I was surprised he just kind of ended up staying. But they also got Shake Millen in Minnesota too, which I think is a good pickup for them. Uh, Alexander Walker, again, I like his game a lot, so I think it's good that he stayed. And then Troy Brown Jr., like I said, I liked him with the Lakers, so again, a good another like you know wing guy to have. Um, but uh, solid bench yeah. moves. Yeah, so solid. Yeah, so really solid bench moves. So uh, seems like they're going to lose Jalen Noel now, though. So oh yeah, that's true. So I want. I wonder where he's going. I'll take him on the Cavs. He's nice. I fuck with him heavy. Actually, can you say on this podcast? I'm sorry, but (laughs) all right. Uh, One underrated move too. I liked uh, Trey Jones back to the Spurs. You know, yeah, that was good. That was good. I I thought he was pretty underrated last year. He was their starting point guard for the majority of the season. Yeah, and you know, kind of like his brother. I guess it runs in the family. He's a very uh, low turnover type uh, playmaking point guard, and Mm -hmm. you know. I think that would be a good guy to have with Wemby in his in his first year. If you can play yeah. a pick and roll, you could uh, you know, he's he's a good he's a good floater range guy. He can get Wemby to his spots, kind of like a floor general. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I agree. That's that, yeah, that's true. I like trade I like that deal too. It's pretty nice. I mean, actually, no, I think the Bulls. My bad. Huh? 
I think the Bulls did some decent business, and Thomas Bryant just signed a two-year deal with Miami. Interesting. Uh, I like that. I like five million. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Bulls did some decent business, honestly, like getting Javon Carter and Mm. re-signing Gucci and Kobe White on not too egregious deals. Like, yeah, I think they're pretty team-friendly deals, and if they decide to blow it up, getting rid of Levine and um. DeRozan, I think they could have some – if they do decide to use them as trade pieces, those are pretty good trade pieces, I think, good sal- good salaries to trade. But uh, for the time being, you know, obviously it's unfortunate to see the uh, the uh, state that Lonzo is in, so he's not going to be able to play the season again. So they yeah. do add some more guard depth. Uh, Javon Carter being like that kind of defensive style guard. And then mm-hmm. Kobe White there is kind of growing. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty uh, underrated. I don't think they're really going to be able. I don't really think they're going to be doing anything uh, like playoff wise or anything. But I guess just to stay in that uh, kind of play-in-ish, relevant type environment, that they made some decent moves. Not like being too desperate. Yeah, I was going to say I like the Javon Carter value there. He's uh, he's you know he's he's always been a floor spacer guy. We talk about him a lot on this podcast, but. I think a lot of Bulls fans are pretty disappointed, not because of the not because of the deal or anything like that, but just because like the moves that they made, like you know, bringing back Vucevic on that three year deal, uh, bringing Javon. It kind of like they still haven't committed to a full direction yet. Yeah, they're just like you said, they're kind of still in that like middle, like Toronto. So, I don't, like with with the moves that they made, I don't expect them to look to trade the Rosen Levine just yet. Just because I don't know, it seems like they're still going to try to go for it one more year and try to replicate what they did with Lonzo. With like you know, they got Javon now, uh, still have Caruso. Like you know, they 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 still didn't like retain their defensive identity last year. They were a top ten defense, which with with the with the roster they have was pretty surprising. Like you know, they're they have a pretty good system in place there. But yeah, like I don't know, like you said, I don't think they're good enough to compete with the top and top the top end of the East. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I think some Bulls fans are probably a little bit disappointed that they didn't choose a specific direction just yet. Yeah, I agree. And I was just about to say it too. Like, um, as weird as it was, like the Caruso, the the, the, the Balzac thing with like you know Caruso and all there, and too. Like, I feel like, the, you know, it was it was weird as as it was constructed, but it was also a very fun team to watch. Like, it's like just like the 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 defense was crazy, but. Um, as just a quick like aside, I was gonna say like, like Aaron just said about the Lonzo thing, like it's just terrible. Like it's just it just sucks. But you know what's going on with him, and I was just about to say so. I, I feel like at this point or before he got injured, like Lonzo has become like the like the perfect point guard. You know what I mean? Like his mm-hmm. three point shot came around. He had size, great on ball defense, playmaker. His like, last playing year was awesome, dude. He, he yeah. was he was he was like off ball really good too which i never yeah. thought i would see from lonzo exactly that's what i'm saying like he just developed all the right skills like his defense was great playmaking was everything like his explosiveness was there like he could shoot like he got a, his jump shot got a lot better like it just sucks to see what happened and like i said like again like i feel like even with him like obviously like the team would be better but it's going to be a similar thing like i still don't think they'd be in the top echelon of teams but like they were still fun to watch and shit so it, it is true like, it's weird they're not committing to a direction I guess, like, per se, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what, what they're going to do because I think this year not going to, you know, nothing's going to change much. And he, then They, they already gonna... confirmed that he's not going to play this whole season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. I, like I, said, I, think I saw a thing yesterday. Yeah. It said that 
if if it came to that that they can get like an ex- an exception if they like if they deem that like Lonzo's injury is career ending or something like that. Yeah, right, right, right. So I so mean, it's it's sad that it's coming to this point, but yeah. you know, after near it's what it's nearly three years now, I guess that he's played. You know, is it, yeah. is it three years? I thought it was two years. It's two years, but I mean, after this season, it'll be near oh, three. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it sucks, but. Um, but you're right, though. I mean, I like the Javon Carter pickup. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I guess he's supposed to be like a diet Lonzo for that team. Um, it's probably going to start, I guess. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if Pat Bev's going to come back now. He might. I saw that he was rumored to be uh, interested. Boston had interest. That's interesting. Boston would be cool. I like him in Miami, too. That'd be cool. That would be that would be decent, I guess. Yeah. Um, I just think it's funny about the Thomas Bryant thing that Denver traded it, us three second-rounders for him. Just for him to not play and leave. To be yeah. behind DeAndre Jordan in the rotation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they literally just, just gave away three picks for nothing. Essentially. Yeah. So we don't really want to go ahead and take it. <laughs> Thomas Bryant didn't want to play with LeBron anymore because when LeBron scored his uh his bucket to become the franchise's all time leading scorer, he was calling for it in the post. Oh, the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now he's uh now he's behind Bam. So Good luck. I feel like I feel like he got like burned in Miami. I feel like they could use him. He's a good. He's a good like center. They got. Player. They got. They got to toughen toughen him up on defense. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like he'll change with the Spolster system. But I, I, I like that pickup for them. I think he's a pretty nice center to have, especially behind Bam. You can be playing Bam like that. Like they don't have really good center depth like that. This is him and Yurtsevin. So I like that pickup for them. But um, I guess another thing before we wrap up real quick. Uh, the uh, the I oh, was speaking of Miami. The Josh Richardson did go back. On a two-year, five point nine million dollar deal, so that's like that's pretty good value for him. I think that's pretty good. That's pretty good value for him. Yeah, back to his roots. Exactly, back to his roots. He's back in the system, and, and you know they lost, uh, you know Struis and Vincent. So get another, you know, wing, three and D wing is pretty good. And then Kevin Love went back. Um, I forgot what the deal, the deal was. It doesn't say on here, but um, that's cool. I and mean, if you're saying in Florida, we went to Orlando real quick. I think Joe Ingles to the to the Magic was very very interesting. Uh, two-year, twenty-two million. Um, that's another lengthy, versatile guy for them. Exactly. The roster at this point. Yeah. The whole, t- yeah, they're pulling discount Raptors, but it's all just yeah. versatile guys. So uh, I just thought it was a really interesting move. I didn't think the bet of his thing would, you know, go to the Magic after he still, you know, try to like, you know, go for like a championship team. But um, that's, you know, interesting fit. They gave him the bag, though. They gave him like almost the full MLE. Mm, yeah. Right. So wasn't expecting yeah. that. Yeah. But um, um, what's it called? The uh, one, one, uh, one under the radar. I don't. Well, I don't really think it's under the radar. I don't know if he's gonna play all too much, but uh, the Grizzlies are bringing in D. D. Rose just to be a, a uh, yeah. jaw, I guess. Yeah. You know, that's um, kind of. I guess that's kind of important for their locker room at this point. Yeah, I mean, I hope he gets burned because I want to see Derek Rose play. I mean, but yeah, that was that was a good pickup. I, I saw they might give him some burn, but he hasn't really played like that. And, the last couple, last two years yeah. with the Knicks. So. Yeah, I know that's that's the issue though. But I mean, that's why I kind of want to sign him and have him as our backup point guard and replace Ricky. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be curious what they do. In, in I mean, if his if his pull up mid range is still there, like it was uh, with what was the t- what team was he on before the Knicks? Was it Pistons that he got a couple um, yeah. years with? Yeah, because I remember he he had like a little resurgence here with the Pistons. Yeah, and it was pretty good. So you know, if his pull up jumper's still there, then you know. Uh, yeah, I feel like, I feel like he still play. It's just a matter of giving him those minutes and giving him that role. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's a good pickup. They were saying on Twitter that they Guns gave, they gave God, GD like they're, they're surrounded with GDs in the locker room now. So 
That shit was funny. All the memes were coming out. It was a picture of John Ro- D. Rose and said Guns and Roses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, that's really it, though, right? Nothing really else. So far. No, we still have a long way to go. It's just the first day of free agency. Yeah, I mean, I guess pretty still sure. Gotta still got to wait for – we got Harden and Lillard to wait for now, so. Exactly. That's you know, there's, still a lot, there's still dominoes that are we're waiting on the fall. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Lopez is still out there. Yeah. I, I still think he's going to go back to Milwaukee, but the fact that it's taking this long is a little interesting, I guess. I guess yeah, there's right. I guess there's teams that are offering him, like, 20 mil range, probably Houston. Yeah. <laughs> what are they cooking down there? I think they're the only ones with, like, significant money left. Yeah. Um, um, and then – Christian Wood is still another one. I don't. Oh, it doesn't yeah. Seem like he, it, do, it doesn't seem like he's going to be having too. Him and Ubre, I don't think they're going to be having too much value around the league just because of their play styles. But I'm fine with that. Listen, listen I mean, at I'm the end cool of the day, that. they could both put. They could. They're both like guys who are going to put points on the board. So yeah. you know, getting a flyer on one of them to come yeah. off your bench, be like exactly. a just like just kind of be like a heat check score. You know, mm-hmm. there's not like I wouldn't be too bad for the right price, bro. I'm just saying, if we if we cap off our offseason with Christian Wood, I'm I'd be like I'd be like. Like I'll be like I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm not saying Jackson for next year. Like I'm not gonna complain about about shit. Like you know what I mean? Like I guess Westbrook's waiting on Harden on if he goes back Harden to the Clippers or yeah. not. I mean I guess he could still technically go back also if Harden is there, but I guess they're waiting on maybe maybe they'll give Russ like a a little bit of a raise if they don't get Harden. Maybe yeah. I guess that's why he's waiting one. Um, well, Elo, obviously like we said in Reeves, yeah, we already covered that with the Lakers. Yeah. They'll probably both be back most more than likely. But yeah, there's not really too many uh, big names left. I don't think. Yeah, definitely some interesting pieces though. Again, like you said, like a lot of, I guess like cheaper contracts depending on how a team wants to cook. But, um, yeah, I mean I think that's really it, guys. Uh, I mean summer league is starting next or a couple of days actually. What is it, the fifth? I think. I think the Sacramento summer league is like this week. I mean, yeah, I think it's like California Classic. That's on the third. It's on Monday. Oh, so yeah. Right, but, so yeah, we got we got NBA action. Day after tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? We got all the news coming in, so that's definitely good. Um, you know what I mean? So uh, definitely good to be back, guys. I mean, hopefully, again, uh, it's my 70th time seeing this on the show. Hopefully, we can get back to uh, an uploading schedule. Obviously, going to be a little bit harder with topics for the NBA offseason, but maybe we'll bring back the uh, the Conspiracy Theories uh, series. Conspiracy Theories? Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, guys, um, Actually, maybe maybe a Twitch, uh, maybe a Twitch channel too. I don't know. Maybe do some uh, team up live streams on. I don't know, but I'm be expanding. I'm be expanding. I don't know. Let, let me cook. Let me cook. Garbage um, game though. Huh? Garbage game. Twenty three. I agree. Twenty two. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, but anyway, guys, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know it's a bit of a longer episode. There's a lot of things to talk about. Um, I guess partially that's our fault because you know we could have segmented it with separate episodes, but. Um, yeah, definitely off to a good start. I feel like in free agency, you know what I mean? A lot of good, especially with the whole Damian Lillard thing and the hearted things heating it up. So, um, a lot more people might be in the mix and a lot of people are going to move, make multiple, multiple team deals and all that. So, um, definitely stay tuned. I think we're trying to make get more episodes out the way. Um, like I said, you know, summer league starting up. So, you know, we got actions coming up. Um, it shouldn't be, you know, we're not in, in a drought or anything like that. So, um, but we good. Jamel Patel says do a live stream ball at multiple. Um, that's one thing we can do. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, we got huh? I said Jamel's got to pull up though. Yeah, Jamel got to pull up though. That's that's the crazy part. I mean, fan we never met before because you know we're international uh podcasting. Yes, yeah. Thank you group. to our uh, German crowd. 
Yeah, German crowd. Danke, danke schön. And uh, to our Ruben crowd. <laughs> What's up, baby? <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, man, you know, great times. And uh, I was going to say something I forgot. Anyway, I don't know. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am signing off. My personal self, I'm going to sign off. Boys, you want to say goodbye? Everyone, uh, we'll, we'll be back before the summer ends. I promise you that. <laughs> It's a nice timeline. Yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in. We did have, uh, I think the, I think we had about 2000 viewers today. So just want to thank you hey, guys. It's crazy. Up. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and yeah. the, the, uh, YouTube streams have been on fire. I know there's been a lot of demand. I really appreciate it. I, we all do. Um, yeah. I uh, can't wait. I heard ESPN had some layoffs, so I know we're taking oh. a spot soon. So, uh, yeah, not, 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 not to not to spoil anything, but you know, um, you know, we might be in the mix. Things that happened. We were outside the HQ a couple weeks ago. So, we were, uh, yeah. we were. So they saw yeah, some the CCTV camera. So yeah. uh, they are aware. They're trying. They're just trying to get rid of the cap space. You know what I mean? They're trying to sign. They're getting ready. It's like free agency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but regardless, it's only July first, so there is uh, a lot of uh, news to be. Um, to be made so far are upcoming in free agency and potentially some trades coming up. We'll see and see how summer league really goes, but yeah, certainly uh, ready to see what happens. Good. All right, boys. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, actually my bad. Uh, thank you guys so much again for tuning in and we will catch you guys on the next one. Bada bing, bada boom. Mr. Worldwide, want to step in. Okay. See ya. All right.